Right. So last week we talked about haters, right? But what about forgiveness? What about our perspective? What about how we give grace or how we choose not to give grace? So we're going to get into that in this episode. Grab your mug and come on in, sis. to the God Coffee and Resilience Podcast, where you can get your weekly dose of confidence, motivation, and inspiration in the midst of adversity. In every segment, we will discuss faith, life's obstacles that try to get in our way, and how we can maintain our resilience with God and a whole lot of coffee. I am Reese, your host. Grab a mug of your choice and come on in. Back to God Coffee and Resilience Podcast. I'm your host, Reese, and I thank you so much for joining us for this coffee break today. If you are new here, thank you for finding this podcast and thank you for joining us this week for another episode full of motivation, inspiration, and lots and lots and lots of faith and coffee or tea or whatever you like to drink, right? There's no judgment here, but I thank you for coming in and spending time with me for a little part of your Monday before you go to work, or maybe you're already at work on a lunch break, or it might not even be Monday when you're listening to this. But regardless, I thank you for spending some time with me this week, okay? And listening to what I have to say. So this episode, we're definitely going to be talking about revenge and how we basically don't get revenge, (laughs) Uh, how we're choosing the forgiveness route, which is what would Jesus do, right? So last time we talked about haters and how we just need to focus on our purpose and how investing time and energy into haters or trying to make people like you or trying to seem popular, all this other stuff that I'm pretty sure we are all guilty of focusing on at certain points and periods and times of our life. We all wanted to be in the in crowd or maybe you didn't. Maybe you were just that person who grew up with all the confidence in the world. But wherever you may stand, I'm sure that revenge is something that we can all relate to. We've all been hurt. We've all been betrayed. We've all been backstabbed before by people we might may have trusted. No matter if it's a family member, friend, or significant other, I'm pretty sure we can all relate to this. So without further ado, we're going to talk about it. We're going to talk about it. So I know that earlier um, I mentioned before some situations in which we may have felt like revenge was needed, like it was justifiable, maybe like getting revenge wasn't necessarily a bad thing, depending on the level of betrayal or the level of backstabbing you may have experienced. Now, I know back in the day before um, I met the Lord, you know, profanity, throwing hands, all of that was... um, was justifiable because we felt like we needed to defend ourselves or we felt like we needed to take this to another level to make an example out of someone to make um to make a, a point but um now that i am getting older wiser i know better um doing that and acting a fool is not acceptable especially at my age and beyond now regardless of what we might see on these reality shows and tvs with these grown people i mean double my age 
Um, we, we're not going to be throwing things and fighting. That's, that's not how we conduct ourselves of people of the kingdom society, kingdom mentality, kingdom identity. Okay. So, um, most of the times we need to decide it, would it be worth it, our time, our energy to get revenge or, uh, can we walk away? And it's easier said than done. Trust me. Sometimes people trust your patience and you just feel like you need to make an example out of them or make a point. But honestly, do you really like do you honestly need to make a point or make an example out of anyone or can God redeem you? And the answer is yes. Um, we don't, there's nothing extra that we need to do. I'm pretty sure what we forget most of the time, if not all the time, that God knows all. He is time. He knows things that are going to take place in your life before we even get to that place in the natural. He knows in the spirit. So I'm pretty sure God knew way back when, before you even got to this point, wherever you are in the betrayal, that it was going to happen. So guess what? He has your back and there's nothing that you need to do per se to get revenge on somebody else who might have did you wrong because God don't play about his children. And it's the same thing when we do something trifling or grimy, when we're the cause of the betrayal, we always end up reaping what we sow. Now, it might not be in the same way or in the same form, like if it was a friendship type of betrayal, maybe you'll get it back in health or other ways in life. But God always makes sure that we ultimately are responsible for what we get back. We get back what we put in, right? And that goes for all of us. None of us is exempt from karma or anything like that. We reap the seeds we sow. So with with that being said, there's really no need for you to get revenge on someone else. It's a waste of time. And that's what I wanted to talk about in this episode or get into a little bit. Um, I know for me, um, when I was in my graduate studies, I got caught up in um, a situation where I was in a relationship with someone else, but in alt, in all in all, like at the end, I was I was in a relationship by myself because that person was not in a relationship with me, even though they pretended and um, led me astray. I felt for the foolishness, and at the end, I was hurt. But what I failed to realize is that there were signs, there were red flags all around, which we all usually ignore when a person is showing you their true colors. Maya Angelou has never steered me wrong. Um, she said, when somebody shows you their true colors in the beginning, believe them. And what I kept doing was making excuses for true colors. And that ultimately led to me being hurt. See, I was not 100% a victim and I had a huge role to play in the hurt that I felt. Now, in the time, it's easy to point the finger, but I was just as guilty as the other person for the hurt and the relationship ending and everything like that, which ultimately shouldn't have been a relationship to start with. So now that I'm in a place of growth or where I'm planted or where my faith is stronger, I can look back on that situation and admit that and see that. But when my mindset wasn't where it needed to be, when I still had some more growing to do, 
I didn't think that way. I thought, oh my God, how could they waste my time like that? Did they not see this? Did they not know that? Do they not see this? Do they not know that? And I'm pretty sure they did see it. But at that time, I think that that person was somewhere else mentally too. And ultimately, like I said, it just was not a good fit. And it was something that didn't need to happen in the first place or taking place in the first place. But how many people know that God uses everything? So again, he is intentional, okay? So I'm pretty sure that that situation, whether it felt good or not, taught me a lot of things about what I'm looking for. It taught that person a lot of things. And ultimately, we came out on the other side better than what we were together or going into the situationship or relationship that we had. And that's ultimately how I look at things. You know, sometimes it might not feel great, but there's a lesson to be learned. And there's a reason why God lets you go through things. Again, he is intentional. So it's something that he needs for you to learn or get out of the situation. And for me, it taught me a very important lesson about dating, about what I want out of a person. We just don't jump in relationships like, oh, I like you. I like you too. Let's be together. No, like being in a relationship with the intent of marriage or long term is something serious. And that's something you need to take your time on. So that whole situation taught me what I wanted out of a person, what I didn't want out of a person, red flags to look for, things to tolerate, things to not tolerate, what my um, non-negotiables were, and different things that I didn't know um, before that relationship because I had never been in a relationship of that kind before to the point where I felt like I knew all of those things I just mentioned to you. And I, I didn't. So I was very, very happy. Once I got over that playing the victim and actually assessed the situation and everything like that, I was like, okay, so this is what I learned. And I said, thank you, Lord, because I'm glad that I dodged the bullet. And we uh, both got whatever we needed out of that situation and moved on. So I would challenge you to change and shift your perspective in situations. Now, I do understand that every situation might not be similar to the one I just mentioned to you. Sometimes you don't have any control or maybe you don't have a, a role to play in the patrol at all. And um, but maybe there's there's not maybe, but they, there is always something you can get out of hurt. There's always a lesson to be learned, whether we like it or not. Maybe there's, like I said, that maybe there's not necessarily a role that we played in the situation because some things are completely out of our control and some things just come to us in forms of things that we didn't deserve or anything like that. But trust me, God is a God that is intentional again. And so he's just not going to let or allow things to happen to you without rhyme or reason. And even though we might not see it in the moment, it's a reason for everything occurring in our life. So I would challenge you to shift your perspective to see, okay, if there's not anything that I could learn from my actions, what about the takeaways from the overall situation? Like, what did I learn overall? How did that challenge me and my thinking? And ultimately, how has this contributed to my growth and my mindset? And um, like I said, some of these things are not easy. I'm not trying to paint that picture. But I definitely do believe if we actually sit to assess the hurt that we feel and look at it from that perspective, I bet you will grow. I bet you it won't happen again. I bet you will be more selective or whatever lesson you can take from it. And so 
that wraps up our episode for today. I wanted to keep it short and sweet and give you something to chew on, something to think about. Um, And definitely before we get out of here, I want to tie up all of this goodness with some scripture, more goodness. So the scripture I'm going to be using today comes from Ephesians chapter four, verse 31. It says, get rid of all bitterness, rage, anger, harsh words and slander, as well as all types of evil behavior. So we talked about throwing hands. We talked about profanity. Um, Get rid of all that because the Bible says so. Ephesians 4 and 31. And like I said, if you're never in a place to write down these scriptures or if you're at work or driving in the car, whatever it may be, you can always go to the website at theresilientpa.com and sign up for the newsletter and to get the show notes. Um, Also, we have a blog coming out here soon. So you can also go to the blogs and also get the scripture for the week. Okay. Now in the next episode, we're going to be talking about moving forward to continue this unplanned series because I noticed the common theme and I was like, all right, Lord. All right. So he's doing something for a lot of you guys listening to this podcast. And I really want to be intentional about what comes out of my mouth, which is why I pray before I get on this microphone about what it is that God wants to get across to the audience and wants you to know, because I know some of you guys might be in these situations where you need to hear a word. And I want to make sure if it's leaving my mouth, if it's coming out of my mouth, then it's doing something in the earth and it's doing something for you. So if you don't mind, let me pray for you. Okay. God, thank you so much for being able to connect with my brothers and sisters all around the world. God, I thank you for your lessons, your grace, your mercy, your love, but also giving us the gentle nudges that we need to be better, to grow, to change our mindset and our perspective. And ultimately, everything comes back to you, connecting with you, being close to you, meditating on on your word and spending time in your word, Father God. Please let us realize that everything begins and starts with you and ends with you and your word and your purpose for us, Father God, and that there's no way we can escape that. So when we turn and we look to you for help, for guidance, for motivation, for inspiration, you will give us all the things that we need, including every single tool we need, person we need. You will continue to guide our footsteps and never lead us astray, God. I pray over each and every person's uh, week. That's under the sound of my voice. I pray that you continue to give them strength and you continue to watch over all of us. Um, we're thankful for our health. We're thankful for our functionality, our capabilities. We're thankful for family and friends and the moments that you give us, God. Please let us not waste any time. Please let us continue to be as intentional as you are. I pray these things in your name, Jesus. Amen. And amen, guys. Amen. Thank you so much for listening to God, Coffee, and Resilience. Take care and stay safe. Until next time, guys. tuning in to this week's episode of God Coffee and Resilience. You can also follow us on Instagram at God Coffee and Resilience Podcast. You can also follow the host, Reese, at The Resilient PA. And you can also check out our website at TheResilientPA.com. Take care, guys.